There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash, plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3-31-2022. Jeep is a registered trademark. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, five. Three, sir. Three. Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Welcome to the show, everybody. Defenders Live, Mojo Five O Radio. My AI decided to fall asleep. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm really not it's joking. Hard to find good AI these days. I know, right? I mean, if we could just get to that next age where AI is just as good, if not better, than reality, man, it'd be right. so nice. I know. It'd be I so know. good. Mm. But too bad. Too bad for me. It's all right. No problems. We'll we'll we'll, we'll make it work. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. With me tonight, Carrie Malinek. Hey, Carrie. Hello. Hello. Are you ready for a miracle? Yes. Yes. yes we indeed. Yeah. Oh. Are you ready for a miracle? Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. This sounds great. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. I think it does. I think we are. It's all there. No. Um. Good. Obviously, uh, with the AI being gone, I also have the small situation of the AI not having the music. Or the AI having the music, which you do not. Correct. So, um, no music tonight. I'm sorry. That's just how this works. That's okay. It's fine. It makes me sad to know that you're on the show and I can't present you out with music. But It's okay. I think we'll all make it through. I think we will. I think we will. So, uh, at Carrie Malinek on the Twitters, if she's back on it or not, I don't know. I'm not. I just can't bring myself to get back on there. That's it's good. horrible. It's probably you know, a better better thing for you, honestly. It 
I, you know, I, I realized that my last, uh, my last tweet was I need to, or I'm getting off Twitter for a little while because I need sanity and this is not the place to find it. You are correct. That is not the place to find sanity. Um, no. that being said, it is the place to find very entertaining things. <laughs> There you go. So I mean, I'm trying to think of a better way. If anyone wanted to contact me, a good way to contact me. You need like a pastor carry at Gmail account or something. You know what? I will make a, I will do something for that for next week. I think, yeah, I think that would be the best way. If you guys have questions, comments or concerned, yeah. uh, she will get herself an email specifically for those sort of things. And you can, Get for there. Uh, uh, Yeah, all those things. So we have a couple stories. Uh, Carrie actually did all the show prep today. Yay! So blame her. I don't get it. As I was looking at these stories, (laughs) it kind of went, wow, they all have a similar theme. They do. They do. And I think, uh, funny enough, I think the reason why my my AI decided to fall asleep was because he didn't want to do these stories. He knew, that Probably. He, he knew that he was going <laughs> to blow a gasket somewhere <laughs> and he was just going to be like, nope, can't do it. Nope. Not today. Nope. Not do- nope. go there. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, but yeah. nonetheless, here we go. Let's start with the first one. And this is a quote. Okay. Don't take this out of context. All of you people who take things out of context, because I know you're going to, and you're going to isolate that audio. I'm saying that in advance, knowing that it's not going to happen in the first place. But here we go. My boyfriend's wedding dress unveiled my own shortcomings over masculinity. Yeah. And you think, huh, what's this about? It's from a woman. (laughs) It's Uh, from a woman. uh This story, I I got done reading this, and, and we'll talk to you about this story. We'll tell you what it's about. But I got done reading this, and I went, I don't get what the point was. Like, I don't get the point of the story other than to try to. I see how I see shock value. I I see what you're doing here. You brought a story that has absolutely no meaning to get back at me for the story that I brought (laughs) that had absolutely no meaning. I see what you're doing here. But in your story with no meaning, there was still a meaning with it as far as people connecting in faith and really digging down and and finding um, the the awe and the emotionality of what Christ did. This is a woman writing about um, her boyfriend who dabbles in some cross-dressing and blaming herself for not finding it attractive. (laughs) Okay, so let's kind of get into this then. All right, so it's a story, so you're going to have to stick with us here. Uh, I think, honestly, it has to come from a female voice. Okay, do you want me to just start reading this story? Just keep going. Just go ahead. We'll stop you. I wish I knew what Emily sounded like, but we're going to (laughs) pretend. Do it. Okay. My gaze scanned the colorful racks of clothing and stopped abruptly on something I'd never expected to to see. My boyfriend was clutching a wedding dress that he wanted to buy for himself. (gasps) Emily, he cried with victorious glee. I've found the one. 
The Ian what? thrust the white garment into the air like a NASCAR trophy. I don't quite get that. I don't know. Uh, its lace sleeves sashayed from the tapered bodice and fluffy tulle grazed the dirty tiles of the thrift store floor. A smile stretched across Ian's scruffy face and his blue eyes danced with the giddy excitement of a bride saying, I do. I don't. Which that comes <laughs> up. This is the dumbest thing. <laughs> she does such a play on the whole I do. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a mockery. So so they're going to do a Mother's Day climb up Mount St. Helens. Uh-huh. This is a tradition. Um, mm-hmm. And if any of you have ever done a fun run or um, or any sort of physical activity, like group activity, um, <laughs> I'm trying. I realize the more I talk, the more the deeper I'm digging myself into a hole here. But uh-huh. you will find if you go, if you sign up for a fun run, yeah. you'll go and you'll see people in all sorts of different clothing. And it's that sort of thing with this Mother's Day climb. People just pick out silly ideas. This one on Mother's Day, apparently the tradition is that everyone gets garments in honor of female mountaineers mm. and mothers everywhere because yes. every mother wants to go hiking a mountain in tulle and course. lace. Yes, tulle and Give lace. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's all women ever wear. Right. You know, female mountaineers, of course, Wore, they wore they wedding were dresses, obviously. Well known for their <laughs> Gucci style. <laughs> Bala. <laughs> so she says that she knows that Ian would be among the most outrageous on the mountain. Mm. My boyfriend is aggressively fun and a flair fanatic, which I find wildly attractive on most occasions. <laughs> like when he's scaling technical slopes slopes in jorts and a cat shirt or skiing the steepest lines in the Pacific Northwest in space tights. Okay. Emily has a problem. If she's finding space tights and the dude's not tiny. No, he's, um, he's kind of a butch guy. He, he I mean, no, he's not the biggest is that guy, really but... wildly attractive space tights? What are space? I, what are space tights? By the way, I have no idea what you're talking about here. All I'm well, I could be wrong, but I think they're like um, a tight, uh, like an opaque tight, not not the same material as yoga pants, but tight like yoga pants oh, with no. like planets on them. Oh I no! Could be wrong. Yeah, you got it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you that's got, when I was yeah guessing. Uh huh. No. Right. So oh, oh that's no. what she finds wildly attractive on most occasions. Oh no. Okay. That's not that's not really wildly attractive on, on, on any, any on occasion? any gender. <laughs> on any gender, on any occasion. I don't see this being a thing. By the way, quiet guy in the back over on the Twitter said, No, 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 Carrie. I don't believe the guy was dabbling in some cross dressing. <laughs> I think it's much more involved than that. Well, we don't know. We don't know. But we do know that this, I mean, this this author, mm-hmm. I love how she says, you know, she's quick to blame men for their toxic behavior. Oh, yeah. But in this case, she is the woman was part mm-hmm. of the problem. So she has the to- toxic behavior because 
she's a little concerned about her boyfriend wanting to wear women's clothing. Don't you know that I'm toxic? (laughs) (laughs) So so she says she found, found herself unexpectedly uneasy with his new fondness for feminine frocks. A reaction that challenged the progressive ideals I'd prided myself on for decades. So for decades, she wanted these progressive ideals. She wanted mm-hmm. to appreciate and want um, men to cross these barriers and women to cross the line. Oh, and, yeah. Make it right. And she she thought that she was contributing to a progressive shift in how we define masculinity. And she was allowing men to be vulnerable and emotional or ask for help or hug their male friends or to wear dresses. And then she realized that she doesn't actually find that attractive and that a man who wears a dress is actually kind of weird. Yes. She strained to find it an appealing vision Ah. because it's a dude. Yeah. With a hairy chest. Yeah. In in a a wedding dress. dress. Yeah. Hairy chest and a wedding dress don't make any sense. No. She said it's not an unusual sight to spot him sporting a skirt, dress, or sarong at a party, picnic, or trailhead. He then, uses his unconventional apparel. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, how is this coming to you as a shock then? Right. Exactly. Well, and he's. she says that he, you know, he... She loves that this is part of his display of individuality and how much he has fun. Mm. And um, she said it was attraction at first sight with him. Um, But his closet full of feminine gear put a tiny dent in his desirability from the beginning of the relationship. So once again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a problem with it before he found the frilly wedding dress. Mm-hmm. It was from the start of their relationship. And you knew about it. Yes. You knew about the, the, the dresses and the skirts and the bonnets and all the, the, the giant sunglasses. Yep. Well, and she, she said that she didn't. She she's like ashamed in this article. She's ashamed of herself uh, for this for wanting a manly man. Yes, for this disconnection between what she thought she upheld with you know men can do and wear whatever they want and cross these um, lines, these mm-hmm. boundary lines of clothing. There's a disconnect between what she thinks in mm-hmm. her mind and what she actually finds appealing. You want to know why? Because it's. Biology. Mm-hmm. See, biology states <laughs> that a woman likes a man who is a man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do you think? Now, why do you think he does have his beard? Right, but that's just appearances. Okay, appearances don't mean much. If a guy does, if a guy can't grow a beard, but he can mm-hmm. display the fact that he is still a man. Mm-hmm. Still attractive. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Well, and she talks about the first the first um 
hookup they had. They had a hookup. Uh-huh. The first weekend we hooked up, she said she had to yank a green sparkly dress over his head. <laughs> like off of his head? Over his yeah, like he was wearing a green sparkly dress. And um yeah, she gets into a little bit of detail with what he was wearing as they were hooking up. Mm-hmm. Um and she explained it to her friend, her roommate, who is, as she describes him, an effervescent gay man who dons many dresses himself. Mm-hmm. Um, she's explaining to him, she said, this is the first time I've undressed a man from a dress. Yeah. And this is what ah! you want. Intellectually, I enjoyed that Ian was rejecting gender norms and expectations, but Physically, my desire didn't match. Right, because it didn't fit. Biology. <laughs> right. So it doesn't matter what you intellectually want. It's not yes. like it's not like it's a taste that you acquire over time. It is something that is hardwired into you. It is something that is built into your body. You want a certain thing no matter how much you scream about it no matter how much you just uh, decide to change the way that you think why do you think there are so many butch lesbians right it's because they want somebody that is is proven strong right well and she is this author is really irritated at herself that she says that she these are unanticipated boundaries um, for her, and she says she still craves traditional mascul- masculinity. She realizes that she wanted less dress and more flannel shirts, trucker hats, and sandstone car hearts. Well, you can still get that <laughs> and be flamboyant. Uh, we know this because of, oh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Brandon Morris. Ah. Yes. Uh, love you, dude. I'm just messing. I promise. No, that's great. Yes. Uh, wow. Skinny skinny jeans and flannel shirts still kind of ring out as flamboyant, even with the beard. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is really, really funny. Well, so they these two, Ian and Emily, had connected on an emotional lev- level when they first met. And... Then she was kind of bothered, but not enough to not go after him. Um, Her gay friend ends up, in the end of the story, ends up, um, you know, just, oh, do you find your boyfriend as attractive as I do? And then, you know, my eyes chased my boyfriend down the mountain, my sensitive, silly, affectionate, emotional, vulnerable boyfriend skiing in his wedding dress. I do, I promised. Mm, no you don't just you don't no you don't no she doesn't if you did you wouldn't have written this article you don't right i mean what is the point of the article other than to say my boyfriend's a cross-dresser i thought i appreciated this until i actually like started dating it i don't appreciate this i love my boyfriend or i like my boyfriend i don't like that he wears dresses and Either shame on me or aren't I so brave for posting this? 
for writing this, for being honest about not so what wanting she my wants boyfriend is, in a dress. <laughs> what she wants is applause. Right. She wants applause and acceptance for for realizing that her counterculture ideology is wrong, but that she's mm -hmm. going to accept a man who she knows is not the correct thing for her because intellectually she wants to be part of the culture. Right. And I think, you know, so the Scottish have the tradition of wearing the kilt. Yeah, and kilt that is, is a whole different thing. I totally agree. It is a completely different mm -hmm. ball game. I would. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kilt ball game. Oh I'm gosh. sorry. You can't. You can't. It's not. It's there. It's it's right there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but no, like, I would wear a kilt. Right. I would rock a kilt. No problem. Right. If I had to go to a traditional Scottish wedding or something like that, I would rock a dress kilt. Uh, a mm -hmm. kilt with the dress top, uh, with the dress shirt top and the, uh, the, the tux, the whole deal. I would right. do that. No problem whatsoever. My wife is happy about this. <laughs> I'd have no problem with this. But that being said, if this is a constant thing where it's not just a kilt, but it's also everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird. And I, I you know, I, I, I'm coming from a background where I can actually talk about this because I used to do Rocky Horror Picture Show. <gasps> Who were you? Were you? Who do you think I was? Um, the, <laughs> the sweet transvestite. No, thankfully not. Really? No. Uh, no, I was uh, I was Brad. Oh, okay. That <laughs> it is only makes sense. But it only I makes really sense. thought it would have been. Uh, no, no, I wasn't that okay. bad off. No, no, no. No, I was I was Brad. I, I you know, I had the glasses and all the rest of it already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So coming from a guy right. <laughs> who did that. Right. I'm letting you know that's your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> that's your very hairy girlfriend. I'm just yeah. wanted to let you know it's that. Weird. It's weird. Mm -hmm. So so this is my story of I don't understand what purpose it serves at all mm. on any front at all. It doesn't make uh, one. So we did find the purpose. We know the purpose of this. Okay, the purpose of this is to glorify herself as as feeling guilty. And if you can glorify right. yourself for feeling guilty and and shameful about the way that you know that you are, because you want mm -hmm. something that is counter to what your idea of culture is pushing at the time. Mm -hmm. Then, then you can can come out of of the closet, as it were, and and still be just fine in the rest of the, the rest of society. Right. It's it's it's. Mm. This is where we're going to be loving and not say. <laughs> the words that are really in the brain. <laughs> ah, that's where that comes in. Good job. There you go. Uh, Self-control. Yay. Priceless6 <laughs> over on the Twitter says, 
Why do I get the feeling that at Stephen Airy already has a kilt hanging in his closet? I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really? don't. I don't. I don't. I, I wish I did, actually. He but keeps it folded in a drawer, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's in a drawer. No, because no, <laughs> then the pleats would get all weird. No. Uh, no, uh, well, so a kilt is actually just, it's a huge stretch of cloth that's that's that you have to pleat yourself as you put it on. Get out. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. A traditional kilt, you have to actually pleat yourself as you put it on. Like, it's huge. It's a blanket. Wow. Yeah. It's it it's a ro- it's like taking an entire bolt of cloth and just pleating the crap out of it. Oh my gosh. And that folding would be it and time consuming. It. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. That's why it's so warm. Because it's like fifty layers of, of cloth around you. How? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it, and if I did it, I'd have to go. Uh, I'd have to go full traditional kilt. I can't. I would never be able to go. Uh, like, like I have to go traditional tartan. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be able to get like the fake ones that are just like the belt that you put on and slide up yeah. like a skirt. I couldn't do that. Uh, I'm kind of thinking Mojo Con. <sighs> Man, if I could afford a kilt. A, tr- a real kilt with a yeah. real... Mm, they're like $1,000. <laughs> Good night. It's like, to get a real one, yeah. Wow. They're, they're expensive. They're, they're not uh, not cheap. And I don't... I just... I don't spend money like that on clothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Gosh, no. Uh-uh. Um, if somebody else... Uh, if somebody out there on the uh, Mojo world, you want to make a kilt for... Uh, Either myself or myself and the AI, and hmm. you you feel that desire. Um, I would gladly accept the gift of a kilt. Um, just saying. Yeah, they have. I mean, there are some nice kilts here. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't see like I think these are already like a pre-made. Yeah. Is that the music already? It I is. don't know why I'm always surprised by the music, but I, I am. I don't know. We're, we're, we're like almost 30 minutes in. So, yeah. Uh, that is the music for the commercial break. So, we're going to hit a commercial break, and uh, maybe our AI will be so kind to join us then. We'll be right back. Michael Pelka from PuroPelka.com with your two-minute drill. In tonight's Democratic debate, the 10th one could be the last stand for Joe Biden, at least in his run for the White House. Then again, maybe he's running to be a senator again. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? To be clear, that's not old tape. That's recent, like within the last two days. Biden may have been time traveling, though, because he also mentioned that he worked on the Paris Climate Accord with a Chinese leader who's been dead for 23 years. I'm not kidding. And folks, one of the things I'm proudest of is getting passed, getting moved, getting control of the Paris Climate Accord. I'm the guy that came back after meeting with Deng Xiaoping and making the case that I believe China would join if we put pressure on them. We've got almost 200 nations to join. This is not a new problem. It's been going on for quite some time. In fact, two years ago, almost to the month, 
Joe Biden had a problem remembering the tragedy at Kent State. You know, shortly after I graduated in 68, uh, Kent State, 17 kids shot dead. And so the younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Give me a break. I wonder what his supporters say to all of this. I really do. I wish somebody would take him by the arm and say, Sir, it's time to enjoy your retirement. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Mike Opelka's two-minute drill is powered by MojoWildRice.com. Their wild rice is a superfood, gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol-free, yet high in fiber, protein, zinc, phosphorus, and trace minerals. But you're going to love it because it's delicious. MojoWildRice.com. MojoWildRice.com. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. The AI is here. Yes, I was. I was <laughs> I was doing taxes and I completely lost track of time. And no, no, no. You were completely asleep. That was the I was doing no, seriously, I was doing tax. <laughs> uh-huh. And, that uh, sounds like fun. Uh, it was fun if I if it was, you know. See, I already did mine, so yeah, I was gonna say no, it'd be fun if I was actually getting money back and it was you know, a lot of it or a decent amount. And yeah, yeah, it was already done. That would be great, but that's not the case. So, right. I'm still half done and haven't gotten nowhere. So good. Yay. time. That's awesome. Isn't it though? Mm-hmm. By the way, this is uh defenders live mojo five Oh radio where you can find us. Mojo five com. Mojo five com. You can also go to doashow.com. That's where you can find us, as well as all the Jackhole Nation gear. We are the exclusive home of all your Jackhole Nation stuff, as well as all Defender gear, including the Arm Yourselves t-shirt, which if you haven't seen it and you haven't gotten it, shame on you, because it's amazing. Indeed. Oh, my gosh. Shame on Dylan. I know. And they're... they're, If if you can't appreciate what's there, you, you can't appreciate... Anything new that may or may not be coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? And that it's, hurts my heart. Yeah, it does, uh, because there are things coming in the future. Brand, brand new things. Got a lot of nice things. Mm, very nice things. But, <laughs> and they're big. They are big, actually. They are, they're huge. Rather massive. Mm-hmm. Carrie's holding back her smile. I'm going to just let you know. <laughs> They're a bit bulky, but they're considered carry-ons. Yes, they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of it. Good water. Say, is I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next story. Yes. This from the Daily Caller. It destroyed my body. Oh, no. Here's why the former trans woman regarded his gender transition. Regrets. 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 He regrets. I've seen this guy um, in the news before, and I've I've heard him on a couple of um, interviews, and uh, and he is. I tell you what, he is a champion for um, those who are 
struggling with gender dysmorphia and with um with a lot of those angst um mm. and and he's a champion for it um for those who are trying to come out of that um you know the uh, the the oh, gay community has a much higher suicide rate and then transgenders have a higher suicide rate than that and then those who are trying to transition back when they've when they've realized that they this is up. a problem i'm not actually the opposite gender and they try to transition back then the suicide rate is even higher because of such a lack of um of help and and concern for that mm -hmm. because it's um, like so he, okay well he we've does accepted a lot of you. really great work what we it's like we we've accepted you already as this other thing and now you're gonna just turn back on us and uh, no 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 okay make up your mind yeah right it's kind of how society well, sees it and he actually spent eight years as a woman his name is uh is uh where is it where did it go walter hare Mm -hmm. Um, and he spent eight years as a woman. He ended up, uh, transitioning, getting surgery. Um, his grandmother had dressed him as a girl mm. for a couple of years and, um, screwed him up and she, she really screwed him up. She would dress him like a girl. He got attention having, you know, been dressed up like a girl and, um, and she really affirmed him in that and he got really confused um he he now he'll call it uh child abuse and he says that affirmation of that cross gender or that cross sect identity is child abuse and he's dealt with it his whole life yeah um it absolutely is child abuse yeah yeah it's incredible and um, which I saw that there's a, who is it? Oh, Elon Musk and his girlfriend mm -hmm. are, they're expecting a baby. And, um, and they're going to, come out and say, you know, someone asked what? They're going to do non-gender, right? Yes. They're having a they, oh. and they won't, she said they are not going to release the name because it's too avant-garde. Ah. Oh. This poor kid. Mm-mm. The kid's gonna get screwed up. Well, isn't that like um, the kid's already screwed up and it's not even born? Like yeah, just like, uh, who who is it? Is a basketball player? Just oh, um, Dwayne... Gabrielle Union and Dwayne, Dwayne... Uh, dude. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, I believe. Dwayne Wade, yes. Yeah, his, she's stepmom to the kids, but um, but yeah, his, they're they're twelve year old something. Yeah, decided that I'm suddenly gonna transition and blah blah blah, and and they're Into a girl and. Why would you do that? The point of being a parent is is guidance. A child doesn't know anything. And this right. is not to insult anything, but it, it's a fact. Children don't know. That's what the parent is there for, is to raise the child and teach them, mm -hmm. hey, this is what the world is like. This is what you have to deal with, et cetera, et cetera. I think, yeah. uh, wasn't that a scripture, you know, ra raise them up in the way that they should go? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yeah. it is. What I thought was really interesting is that this guy, he he really, Walter really hits part of the nail on the head here where he says that not only was the gender transition necessary, but he really, 
he really wished that the medical providers would have helped him examine the psychological yep. issue, the psychological distress before they went ahead with this gender, gender transition and giving him the hormone therapy. He, he destroyed his body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He got a divorce because of this. He ended his career and, um, and he spent eight years living as someone he wasn't right. And, and he said that the, the thousands are detransitioning because they were affirmed in an identity that they aren't right. And it just, it just carries out this disaster. Yeah. It's so, uh, it's so sad. It's one of those situations to where, okay, look, what, what is the reason why? There are so many suicide attempts after, during transition. What's actually after, wrong during. after or during the transition period? You know, why it, are there so many suicide attempts? You're saying yes. Why? It, it, that's the bottom line here. Right. Why are there so many attempts? And it doesn't go to the fact that they that they're confused because somebody that's confused doesn't commit suicide. Mm -hmm. it's right. that they hate who they are yep right in right. the end that's the point that's the crux of the whole thing they literally hate either what they look like who they are what's conveyed to the world whatever right. it is they hate who they are yep so, yes so there's they, nothing about this that has anything to really do to with gender it's just when they do something like cross dress or you know start the transition period it affirms something in them with from other people which makes them feel better for a small amount of time mm -hmm. it's appeasing a small portion of that hatred in themselves and as that continues they uh, things you know either get uh, either get normalized or things get weirder or things don't happen the way that they want and then they just continue down the rabbit hole of m deeper depression and deeper hatred for themselves and deep and it just worse and worse and worse. Yeah, all all the the actual transitioning and all that crap is is like it's like throwing a cup of water onto a forest fire. It's not it, going to help. It doesn't do anything. It it doesn't appease anything. It's just oh, it's well, it's maybe this will work. It's, it's these people are searching for something. I think they Yeah, go ahead. Like they, I feel like they've 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 been left and not actually raised. Again, going back to as children, they're not raised to have any identity in anything in themselves or, mm -hmm. or God or in anything like that. And so they're left in this dark hole, aimlessly walking around trying anything and everything that they could possibly find to to fill that spot. And till they get to the extremes of well, let's start changing the hormone structure and, and everything else of, of my body to maybe that'll work. And then they get there and realize it didn't work. I'm, I'm still here. I still feel empty. I am still unsatisfied. And even right. more so now, because now you've, you've gone against your actual, you know, body makeup. Right. right. Well, and the, the drugs, um, the hormone blocking, drugs mm -hmm. uh and suppressors have um horrible long-term side effects 
Um, including massive bouts of depression. Yes. Yes. It, it, uh, in, in here, he talks about how, um, it does stunt, it stunts growth. Um, Mm -hmm. there are drugs that are used that cause osteoporosis that compromise the immune system Mm -hmm. that certainly compromise mental health. Yes. Um, which for someone who is already clearly struggling in mental health, um, it just compounds that problem. And it's, I don't understand the parents and I don't know if this actually passed or if it's possibly in Texas, the state legislature meets every, they come into session every other year. Mm -hmm. So we just had session in 2019. So then they'll come together again in 2021. And I don't know if it was passed this last go round or if it's something that they're looking at doing um, moving forward in the next session, right? But it is to um, not to not to say that gender transitioning is illegal, but to make it illegal for um, for uh, a child medical transitioning under eighteen. Mm-hmm. No hormones, no hormone blocking, no hormone replacements, not, n- no added hormones. Um, that nothing you have to be 18 or older in order to receive treatments. And that makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, technically, they should wait until the age of 25. Um, at the age of 25, yeah. your front, uh, your, your yep. frontal, uh, frontal lobe actually is fully developed. Yep. You can reasonably think and yep. uh, you don't you don't always get completely compelled by just emotion and distraction and problems you can you can actually think through a problem right logically um supposedly yes not everybody but that's in general um so 18 is fine i guess but 18 is still in an age where not everything is developed properly yet the physically sure. the, re- the physical body embodiment is pretty much done um yeah. but even still you have men don't stop growing in height until the ages of 25 usually they go to they go to high school they graduate high school they go to college and their first two years of college they grow an extra yep. foot you know yep um yeah obviously not me i'm short i get it it's fine <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything but you know yeah. what it's okay i benefited in other areas anyway so <laughs> uh, yeah no. <laughs> I literally did that just for the, his pause. That's, Uh that's exactly why I did that. I'm just, it, 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 this, this, this topic has always bugged me because people just kind of, Mm -hmm. again, there's, there's so many actual problems that lead to this point. And I, and as here lately, especially I've been, I've been really trying to look at in everything, you know, kind of, we, we're, uh, we're a society that likes to, try and uh what's the word i'm looking for here they we, we try to we try to to deal with the the problem after the fact when yeah. the, when mm-hmm. when consequences instead of figuring out you know or i say figuring out instead of preventing the preventative care yes mm-hmm. instead of preventing pregnancy we're open now to just killing babies right, right. And, and 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 i it's a much more reactive Mm-hmm. Yeah, reactionary. It's the reactive instead of instead of the preventative. And I just, yeah. if if again, parents we parents aren't parents anymore. Not like when I, 
and it's not when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> but they're not. A lot of parents nowadays are are they're they're chasing the dollar. They're mm-hmm. they're they've for some reason have decided that that their life comes first. Society, well, that there's that. Um, there's a lot of that. Uh, that that you know the government and schools and and everybody knows way more than them. Even though these people have never been in their house in their life and have no right. idea the actual nuances of the family that structure there. Mm-hmm. All these things, nobody and nobody wants to take that responsibility anymore. Right. And it, if parents would just start actually being parents and guiding their children and saying, look, you know. This is what you are. This is what you were born as. This is what everything is. Now, when you grow up and move out, you decide when you're a grown up that you're something else, then knock yourself out and and do that. But until then, here's where you're at. And and because kids don't have that structure, kids thrive on routine and 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 structure and and the boundaries. And parents aren't giving them anything. You're yeah. asking a lot for parents to be parents. I know. That is a lot, a lot. I know. It's what happens when you do taxes and you come onto the show. It's like <laughs> I'm being asked a lot, so apparently I expect a lot from other people. But Right. I mean, well, when you have to do taxes right before the show, it makes you very grumpy. And I'm just saying it's not. Yes. It makes you cranky. Yeah, it does. It makes you cranky. Maybe you need to get some APR coffee in you. I, Ooh, that's always a good idea. You actually. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. I got one last bag of blueberry in there, and I'm <laughs> desperately saving it. But I told you, man, you got to start at the at the one you like least, and then work your way back down. And I am. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're holding off on the blueberry. You know what? I'm I'm gonna be smart on the next order though. And I usually I usually get you know three pounds worth total. Yeah. Each, each run. I, I do about the same. I think thing. this. I think this next one I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get just blueberry. Be done with. Uh-huh. <laughs> three pounds of blueberry. Pounds of blueberry and be done. I'm a sucker for it. it is yeah, you are. Good. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 holding out for the next one because uh, you know there might be some new stuff uh, potentially down the line. I'm there. Maybe I'm, I'm I, hoping. I've heard there's some rumblings. There, there's there's a little there's there's some stirring happening and uh, I love rumbling and stirring. Yeah, uh, it's good times. Just pass. It'll pass in here in a little. Yeah, bit. I mean it's fine. It's not. A, <laughs> It's not anything dangerous. It's just no. you know, if you smell anything, just let us know. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, no. Anyway, go to APR Coffees, APRCoffee.com, APR Coffee. American Pride Roasters. No, this is I mean, a really it, nice way to start out the day. Oh, it's it is so good. The, at this point, if once you've tried it, you'll realize it is the only way to start the day. Yeah, you know the the best part of waking up is not with the other brands. It's with yep. APR Coffee. Yes, it really is. It, it really is. I don't even care if you choose an unflavored version. It's still better. <laughs> oh, yep. absolutely. Because it's, just, it's, it's made worked. with love. It is. That's that's what I said. Every single bean. Every bean. And roasted with love. Baked and roasted mm-hmm. with love. That's good. Mm-hmm. You, the love is baked in. Once again, I'm. I don't want to know what that tastes like. But you taste it every time you have his coffee. I don't know. Don't no. Don't nope. Not I doing it. No. Nope. Baby Jesus nope. is. Oh. That's true. <laughs> it's a lot of love though. So if you want to know, go back and look and see. I don't know. I we're not quite out, so I'm good right now. But <laughs> I look forward. But I'm out of my 
George Washington Carver. So I'm kind of like, all right, we got to get through this Calvin Coolidge mm-hmm. so I can get more George Washington Carver. <laughs> How is the Coolidge, by the way? I haven't had the Coolidge yet. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, am I the only one of of the of the three of us, like get, that actually gets excited when you when it's time to get ready to order more? No, no, no. I, no, I'm, I get like giddy. I no. get I get all giddy and I'm like, eee! and I know it's, it's 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 all the same stuff and it's it's all so good. It's just so no, I, I get really excited when it comes. I can't open it if we get the package in the afternoon. I can't open it until the next morning because I will want to have my first cup coffee right then, mm-hmm. and I can't because then I'll be awake. I don't and then know I'll be you, like the I, I don't commercial they run on Mojo, where it's <laughs> I I taste sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so no. Well, uh, uh, see, it, I, I'm kind of the same way though. Remember though, it the, a lot of these. I think almost all of these do come in decaf. They do. I know. I'm gonna have to do some decaf of it because there are some nights where I just want to. You just I want just coffee. Want the coffee taste. Yeah. yeah. There, there are many nights where all, all I want is coffee, and it's like, oh, no, it's midnight. I shouldn't have coffee right now. Right. Because it'll be four in the morning before you go to sleep. That's about right, unless yeah. I sit in my really comfy chair. Mm. Mm. Comfy chairs. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I think I'm going to get the John John Adams or John Quincy. John Adams has cardamom and nutmeg. What's cardamom? It's type Okay, of spice. I, I was going to say, I think I've had the John Adams, but maybe not. Cardamom and nutmeg. It's a, it's another type of spice that you find in a lot mm-hmm. of lot of like uh, c- celebratory dishes and and I can't really describe the taste. Yeah, you know, I've never had I've never heard of cardamom. You would have you would have had it. You've probably had it in like Christmas dishes, and you just yeah. don't know it. It's gotcha. usually mixed together like cardamom, clove, nutmeg, cinnamon, they're all kind of mixed together in a blend uh-huh. for for a lot of christmas dishes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I kind of want that. So if there's like a flavor in some sort of christmas dish or or um or like a mold <laughs> cider or something and you're thinking, "Okay, I just don't know quite what it is. It's cardamom." Oh, okay. probably. That's, it. That's probably it. It's like nutmeg. it's got this taste. Like I, I get the nutmeg. I get the, <laughs> but I don't understand what is this other one. Gotcha. No, I, I think the one I was gonna look at was it. Is it? Is it Jefferson? Is that the one with the vanilla? That's vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. That mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a. Some of that. Mm. I likes the vanilla. He's a vanilla sort of man. I are one. Mm. Well, now I'm looking. Now I'm going to APR. AmericanPrideRoasters.com, <laughs> which you can find them on Twitter also, but now I've got to go and look at all their... Yeah, that's at APR yeah, Coffee. Yeah, they do have or... unflavored flavor. Mm. Oh, yum. Like the Washington, it's a straight unflavored, just straight Washington. Yeah. Ethiopian yeah. blend, mm-hmm. lightly roasted. It's good times. Anyway, we shouldn't dabble too long on the... Sorry. AP- we, we could actually <laughs> make an entire show just on APR yeah. Coffee. Yeah. I, I, I don't doubt this at all, but... So good. Um... So you that oh. you had two more stories for us, but we have one last. We're we're almost out of time. So, okay. which do you want to do? It's dealer's choice. Uh, Dylan, you can decide if you'd like. He doesn't know. Okay, so well, a- so if we stuck with this, if we stuck with this theme, um, 
so we had the we had the uh, cross-dressing boyfriend that the woman was really yep. disappointed in herself for not finding that uh, attractive. Right. <laughs> Wait, she was upset that she wasn't attracted to her husband looking boyfriend. better in, in a dress than her? Boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. And, and oh, don't know if he looked better. She was, but... It wasn't that he looked better. She was disappointed in herself mm-hmm. that she wasn't... She wasn't she as attractive. Traditional masculinity, as opposed to what she thought she intellectually supported. Okay. So we have that. Uh, then we have the transgenders, transgendered guy. Yes. The 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 trans transgendered guy. The detransgendered transgender. Okay. And, okay. and then there then there's this other story. If we keep in that same vein. If we keep in that vein, there was a student who has two moms. Um, and I think this is in Michigan. Yep, it's in Michigan. The student with two moms, she was not allowed to write a paper. Um, the assignment for the paper was to um, to take a stand on an issue of great cultural importance. So she was supposed to write a paper in favor of or against... Um, just something that was of great cultural importance importance, and she was supposed to take a stand. So she wanted to take a stand and write a paper in favor of same-sex marriage because she has two moms. Now, I would say, A, that is of great cultural importance. It's something that is very current in mm-hmm. our day and age, yep. whether she's pro or against. Um, Her taking a stand for... Either way, she's taking a stand. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. The, the teacher um, said it was just too controversial. And I'm no, sorry. And didn't no, no. Send some students. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. First off, as a teacher, you do not give an assignment such as this and then yeah. turn around and when the, when the kid actually comes up with something that is controversial that that would need that would be of cultural if it's of cultural importance it's controversial and you're supposed to take a stand yes. taking a stand means there's going to be some controversy i mean no one's going to say i'm going to take a stand that we should be nice to puppies well duh no one's going to have an anti nice to puppies unless like well, you're michael yeah. vick's I mean, friend or something oh but, nice i know he, and he 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 <laughs> repented so i should be more forgiving uh-huh yeah, like it's implied when you turn around, making a stand implies controversy. Right. Right. So, so it well, has to be controversial for what, it, you to be able this, to take a stand. What did this teacher expect these the, the kids to come back with? Well, pineapple should not be allowed on pizza. Is that it's also ex- true? Also true. Well, right. I mean, true. so. But is well, that- and and she did. The teacher did confess that she actually just didn't want to read or hear about marriage equality and that's according to another oh, news right. source okay. so i don't know if that's true or not but um but i thought that was really interesting that she didn't want to let her but but the students were not allowed to choose anything that's awkward or inappropriate for a school audience so like no one was allowed to to write about abortion okay um but the school district's guidance says that controversial subjects can have a legitimate legitimate place in learning. And I, I think this is one that 
I think she should have been able to write that story, write that paper. Um, I mean, that is part of growing up. That's part of learning how to um, articulate <laughs> as I struggle to think of the words. <laughs> articulate. <laughs> it's part of learning how to articulate and defend what you believe or think you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you do a research paper or as you look more into it, as you're developing your argumentation and your case for X, Y, or Z, uh, oftentimes you might go, oh, there's actually no support for this. There's no support legitimately to say that this is okay or good. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep, you're right. So anyway, (sighs) fun stories. Sorry for the theme. (laughs) And that's what you get when you let Pastor Carrie go ahead and assign all the stories for the night. But with that being said... Let's get to the bell count for the day. Good evening, Mojo 5 I'm Leprechaun, and here with the bell count grade for the day, Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. Today we had nine missed innuendo bells, 61 actual bells, four rim shots, two leftover Bidens from yesterday, and one Stephen Trigger uh, straight black for the new white. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.